bravery is there in the way they play. And what about Peter O'Mahony? I just oh, thought a sensational performance. Yeah. Jack O'Donoghue and Hodnett, the three of them in the back row. The Red 78 with Alan Quinlan and Neil Briggs. Subscribe to the Rugby Channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. Welcome back. We're still here. We're pushing on 11 o'clock. Kenny Cunningham wouldn't let us go. He said, we're staying. <laughs> we're seeing what happens and we're coming on here and we're talking about it. And we should have known what was going to happen. Real Madrid are a caricature of themselves. This is beyond my comprehension. They make no sense. They have been dead in this competition several times over. 91st minute and they get back into it and they get to extra time. And 95th minute, Benzema scores the penalty. They're through to a Champions League final. I mean, I know they're not plucky underdogs. They're all amazing players. But there's something odd about this run that they're on. What do we say about tonight? Yeah, I think you can overthink it, uh, uh, to be honest, which I see it in quite uh, simple terms. I think you, uh, Man C, I thought overall it was a reasonably poor quality game. But uh, C got themselves into such a strong position at 1-0 with opportunities to go 2-0 up and finish the tie. There was a couple of chances for Jack Grealish. But he never sensed, potentially, there was a goal coming from Real Madrid. And so like made the substitutions that he had to. You could argue they kept fighting, they kept pushing. Of course you're going to do. It's almost in desperation at that stage from a Real Madrid point of view. But basically when it comes down to it, it comes down uh, to this for me. Manchester City's inability to defend two or three crosses into their box. That's basically uh, what's cost them. It's as simple as that. And again, difficult to point to finger out weaknesses this Manchester City team. But over the two legs for me, I look at the two goals tonight, Rodrigo getting away from the two Manchester City centre-halves for his uh, two goals. Ruben Diaz, player of the season last year, making a big mistake uh, in relation to the Benzema penalty. You know, Not having enough composure to realise that even if Benzema gets to that ball force, his touch is only going to take him away from goal. So rather than take the risk of going to ground as he did, Stay in your feet, allow him to have the touch. There's no way he can score from that situation. So again, poor decision from the Manchester City centre-half has cost him the third goal. Think of the fourth leg, Laporte, stray arm in the box. Mad stuff, giving away the penalty. Why Laporte never gets across uh, to go and engage Vinicius when he's breaking in, into the box. So for me, you can o- overcomplicate him. We talk about it in terms of like character and tactically what went wrong. But fundamentally, uh, City, from a defensive point of view, really laps, really laps the certain moments over the two legs and the two centre-halves in particular, I think, of cost him. That might seem a little bit harsh, but that's how I saw tonight, particularly in relation to those two forced opening Real Madrid goals two crosses into the box Benzema just helping it back into the six yard box just helping it into an area you're expecting your your, your right sided centre half to step across there the very least get the contact with Rodrigo doesn't do it simple tap in and then cross from Carvajal into the box you're thinking who's going to out jump the two uh, Manchester City centre half surely nobody and it's Rodrigo getting up early above Diaz and burying the ball into the into the back of the net so Back always, oh, even at, even at my the small level, I played the game. Even when I when I was looking enough at an international level to play some the, the bigger games and big moments, it always struck me afterwards. Looking back, do you know what? It's the basics. The yeah. fundament. If I'd have done the fundamentals out there, that would have been enough to get us over the get us over the line. Didn't have to be anything extraordinary in the moment. Just the very basics. And at key moments of that game tonight, late on in the game, from a defensive point of view, Manchester City weren't able to do it. As an aside, seen as you mentioned. 
the Laporte decision to run back to goal as opposed to cut off Vinicius for one of these crucial goals because every goal is now crucial is that now the modern thought is that modern coaching because in your day I suspect you would have tried to cut off Vinicius not yeah. least with Sinchenko behind you yeah I think you're right in general terms you're gonna, we've seen a lot of that the last I'd say the last half a dozen years players clearly being coached centre halves to defend the central area of the pitch and then it's other people's responsibility holding midfielders to drop into that uh, area of the pitch and fill, fill the space but I just think in, uh, the first legged uh, the Etihad that was just poor decision making mm. that nobody was recovering into that area of the pitch the was the only one who could potentially get across and get into contact for Nishas he didn't do it so for me poor decision making from him and him and Diaz then tonight as a pair when, they, when their team really needed it when those two centre halves when they're penned in for the last few minutes Real Madrid are putting balls into the box everybody you're looking to your two centre halves then your centre midfielders uh, forward players are looking back to your defensive line there and saying you've got to step up now you've got to win that forced header into the box even if the ball's held back in Benzema style you've got to be anticipating the next next one uh, anticipate it get across clear that one into the yeah. stands just do, do the basics and that sees us through Two goals cleared this wasn't top of uh, mind for sure when it comes to City but when you think about tonight as a whole they managed to really dominate on the ball last uh, in the first leg. Whereas tonight, they never put patterns together, not with the fluidity yeah. and not with the ease. They were always, like in a way that you'd never see City, they were always struggling to kind of keep possession and keep it moving. And I don't know, is that more Madrid or more just City yeah. went out tonight? But, but something went awry with City on the ball tonight in a way we're not used to seeing. Yeah, they were always, I think they were searching, uh, probably the best word for the majority yeah. of that game, to, to find that kind of fluidity that you were taught, rhythm that real rhythm to their play which we're used to seeing even sometimes when they have the ball and they're not particularly going anywhere with it and they they frustrate me a little bit in terms of sideways mm. backwards but they, they pass it quickly yeah, but control. a bit of uh, tempo yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean they're actually dominating the ball they're yeah. kind of dictating to a certain extent never got into that space uh, this evening they were always like searching a little bit for that kind of ascendancy and possession but I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was due to Real Madrid being particularly tenacious yeah. out of possession Joe uh, to be honest which I think you'd make that argument both sides I mean, Madrid are possession based team as well but no team could really grab the game by the scruff of the neck yeah. I think that was due to the lack of good quality in possession from both teams which was unusual but even still City put themselves into a great position wonderful goal from uh, Mares, and that should have been enough you didn't sense there was a goal coming I might have said Grealish missed that chance you might correct me it doesn't really matter I think it's out I can't see it yeah. there was no sense of M- M- Madrid had a way back into that game but just moments, just small detail again. You know, when they put those balls into the box and they ask Manchester City, go on, you've got to defend your box now for three minutes. Defend your box for three minutes yeah. and you're going to a Champions League final. They weren't able to do it. I should tell you that Kenny was calling for another Penenka. He felt that that was <laughs> the clever move. There's no way he'll do it twice. Surely. <laughs> well, he, he, went, he went early to his right, didn't he? Very early. He went early to his right. Penenka would have worked. Well, I think the argument for I would, the, was extraordinary the first time, but the argument was stronger for me because, yeah. you know, in Edison's head, there's, there's, no, there's no way. No, in a million, there's no way he's deep. <laughs> <laughs> but then, of course, it was, it was no surprise. And give him credit, Benzema, considering I, he'd missed three before yeah. that game with the Etihad. I know you've mentioned it. We don't need to just say it again. And yet I just want to say it again. Why Diaz jumps in when the touch is away from goal is so hard to fathom. So hard to fathom. No, I can understand. No We've all been there. I've done it, it. Um, oh. myself. But generally, it's when you're a younger, you're learning. You, you know what I mean. You make those mistakes. You get to a point in your career. And Diaz is probably there at the moment. Huge experience now. He's been around long enough to know. You've got to be sure. You've got to assess the situation. If Benzema's touch there is taking him towards the goal to Fine. a one v one situation Fine. with the keeper, you've got to take the risk. But his angle of approach 
uh, to the ball you know that touch is only going to take him yeah. away from goal it's almost impossible for him to get a shot in yeah. with, with his next touch and he's got to see that you've got to, be, you've got to keep your, your mind clear and that's what I'm saying the best defenders the best defenders always for me are the best decision making in those situations they make the best decision Some don't make a tackle make a tackle follow the man in drop off into the space yeah. anticipation th- those type of things we didn't see that, particularly from the two Manchester City centre halves when it was needed. Substitutions tonight. Let me just throw all these at you and we'll try and make sense of this game. So, here's what Carlo did. He threw on Rodrigo for Tony Kroos on 68 minutes. This was in a bid to chase yeah. the game. I remember looking at this sympathetically going, well, I guess you got to do what you got to do. Uh, took off Modric, which was interesting. We were saying, geez, the outside of the boot pass and do you yeah. keep him on? Maybe he was tiring. So, Asensio came in for Modric. Kamavinga came on in 75 minutes had an impact yeah uh, then Benzema went off after his goal 105 minutes I guess he was just wrecked Ceballos came on uh, Vasquez came on and uh, Vinicius went off with 5 minutes to go the Man City substitutions Kyle Walker was injured coming into the game no surprise he played 72 minutes Gundogan came on Kevin De Bruyne we'll come back to him off on 72 minutes Zinchenko came on Jack Grealish got in a lot of ball. He came on in 78 minutes. Fernandinho came on 85. And then on the 100th minute mark, Sterling came on for Rodri when City had to really chase it. What about De Bruyne then? De Bruyne is a standout one, but easily in hindsight, uh, Joe, isn't it? At that point, they're, um, had he won it up? At that point with De Bruyne, S- 70, came on? 72 minutes. So at that just stage, at that stage, Mares. do you know what? De Bruyne went off the minute before the Mahrez minute before. scored. The minute before Maris scored. But these are massive decisions. Absolutely. At the, at the time, you you can. We weren't jumping up and down. Oof, the Bruyne is uh, coming off. Because like you're saying, in a comfortable position in the toys, uh, still a goal up. But there, still, I think as a manager, you've almost got to be anticipating, almost worst case scenario, if they score, the, the toys level, we're probably going to need another goal. Regardless what players of, do I need on regard, the pitch? Regardless of the score, is De Bruyne not supposedly the heartbeat of your team? Like, I, I yeah, but he wasn't tonight. He yeah. wasn't the heartbeat of the team tonight. It was a bad tonight. night for him, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you have to factor that. It's too easy to say, oh, Kevin De Bruyne, what's he doing? Taking off. You have to impact. You have to factor in the impact he was having on the on the game tonight. Physically, was there something there? The, the manager, the t- we, we don't really know. See, we'd interpret him being out at the weekend as him being rested at the weekend. Looking at it tonight, you wonder if he's carrying something because he was so far off at physically. There might, yeah, there might be a little bit of that. Yeah. So I wouldn't be overly critical of, of Guardiola uh, in, 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 in that respect. And De Bruyne is a key player. Yeah. We know that. And it wasn't as if they were 2 or 3 nil up. They, you know, I hadn't scored the goal. Mares, as soon as the goal is scored at 2-0, do you know what? I can understand it then a little bit in terms of maybe... I don't think it was a huge... You know, Sterling coming on for... Jay, different Gundogan coming on. I don't think really changes the, no, the dynamic legs, show. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Probably the De Bruyne is the, uh, the one. But I think the fact, obviously, he couldn't really get into the game and impact the game probably made the decision a little bit easier for Guardiola. But I wouldn't be overly critical of the substitutions. Now, Madrid were just chasing the game. It's, it's a bad night for De Bruyne. He's had criticism, actually even in Spain as somebody who hasn't quite done it in the big games and the very big nights at European level or international level and I even heard Gary Neville talking last week when De Bruyne was rested and he was saying this is kind of a defining night for De Bruyne it was a big night at the Bernabeu you're the talisman you know this is the night to really create the goal or yeah. score the goal and just hasn't happened for him he's still an amazing player so I'm not even sure what my point is well, but it's, it's a disappointing night so for him so my point about uh, De Bruyne I think there was a period a couple of years ago where Kevin De Bruyne didn't play there was a massive drop off in terms of performance it was a case of oof 
De Bruyne is not in the starting eleven. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of worry, a bit of apprehension crept in. Now he was out with the Manchester City team for a couple of months to start of this season, Kevin De Bruyne, and they didn't miss a, a skip a beat. Manchester City, they went on that run without him in the team and really drove themselves to, to the top of the table. I go as so far as say he wasn't wouldn't go as so far as say he wasn't missed. Had he a better team with him playing at his best? Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think Manchester City at this at this moment are as dependent on Kevin De Bruyne as they were a couple of years ago. I think Foden is the is the heir apparent there really in terms of the position which he holds. I think Foden will slide into that position eventually. Kevin De Bruyne is still an outstanding player. I think it's a fair argument in terms of not turning up for the for the big games. Ultimately, that's something he's just going to have to uh, suck up, as Guardiola will, yeah. off the back of this result tonight. Never really does it the latter stages of the Champions League, tactically, the whole whatever it is, can't, can't get over the line. Yeah. That's something which he's going to have to deal with. Maybe De Bruyne might end his career and there'll be a little bit of that uh, criticism, but you can't criticise him for his quality. He's an outstanding uh, footballer. But I feel as if he's probably maybe over the next year or so he might be coming to that point where he's just on the on the way down ever so slightly. Maybe Jordan Henderson yeah. uh, style. And I just don't feel as if uh, Manchester City are as dependent on him. I think that was pre first half of the season. You know what I mean? Where they were pretty exemplary when they went on that run, took him to the top of the league Christmas and uh, New Year. You know, there was no talk of De Bruyne. Yeah. Or where's De Bruyne? We're really missing him. So at his best, yeah, absolutely. I think he can do things still yeah. other players in that Manchester City team uh, can't do. Mm. But to do it on a regular basis with the injuries that he uh, that he sustained, he has had a few quite a few injuries. And yeah, again in the in a big game this evening. Now you could say the first game. He was great in the, the first Adi- game. Well, exactly. Like yeah, so, I, I, I wouldn't particularly buying into that. Somebody yeah. can impact the game at the very highest level. He freezes or whatever. I wouldn't quite buy into that. But I think there will come a time, and it might be too far down the road. I don't think it's necessarily three or four years down the road when maybe we're going to see maybe De Bruyne play less of a pivotal role see, I, I in love that him. City team. I love him, and so I don't quite buy into that he can't do it at a certain level either. I think he's top, top level, but it's just it's an unfortunate happenstance that he doesn't have enough of these big nights in his career that you can point to and go, well, he did it that time and he scored that goal and he did that. To what extent is tonight now another mark against Guardiola in this competition there are certain nights we can point to where he's made odd decisions which were very obviously oh Pep that's a bad night for you in Europe tonight certainly in team selection you can't say is in that vicinity so where do we put what what box do we put this into on Pep yeah yeah, because I wouldn't you're right absolutely right there's been been in this situation Champions League at this stage with Guardiola before even last season the Champions League final Gundogan playing that hold in midfield position I'm like ooh Leon the year before there was the the night Bayern against funny enough Real Madrid and and Ancelotti where he came out and said God I made the worst decision ever I went to a 4-2-3-1 I've done all season Monaco game as well Joe when the goals conceded home and away there was like way open you know what I mean and things like that but in terms of the setup of the team over the two legs no I couldn't okay. I couldn't argue with it um, it's it's the things you can see that are not that are not obvious to the eye uh, for me so we talk about uh, Ancelotti that kind of uh, man management style how, how does it how does it ha- ha- have an effect did that kind of have an effect at that stage in the game laid on for Real Madrid 
in extra time you know when he stepped onto the pitch when he spoke to the players when he asked for a little bit uh, more from them how he kind of carries himself you know not just on the night but generally speaking in the lead up to the game does that have an effect on the players in those key moments they gain a little bit of confidence from that and keep pushing I, mean, I wouldn't say Manchester City gave up in that last 30 minutes but they lost a little bit of heart gone, yeah. I thought lost a little bit of spirit you yeah. know what I mean yeah. now Madrid didn't do that to be fair to them I wouldn't say they were banging on the door the last 50 minutes of normal time but they were still pushing, you know what I mean? They were yeah. still still a little bit, bit of belief there. You know, collectively, there was still that kind of like, you know, we can. St- there's a chance here for us. So you would make this Bjorty's argument, some people might say, that to a certain extent, that maybe that comes from the manager, you know, how he carries himself, you know, around the place in the lead-up to the game, yeah. during the dressing room. We don't know, we're not privy to that, Joe, exactly. Like, yeah. you know, we saw Guardiola being very vocal there, you know, at the end of normal time, extra time, you know, how much of that the players absorb where they really kind of do that you know they really take on board what he's saying where, where, where they lifted by what he had to say yeah. you know we don't know we don't they're know. the intangibles no. a little bit it's, aren't they well if this was on him it's far less obviously from our perspective on him than the previous ones where it was very apparent just the last one uh, Jack Grealish for the final I guess half hour of this game whenever he came off the bench which was in the 78th minute he was kind of a big presence out there he was catching the eye he obviously had the chance which Mendy cleared off the line it certainly felt an extra time like he was maybe one of the the few players that could go by someone and unlock a very crowded area and yet it probably didn't quite happen for him either yeah could have done had that great chance didn't he uh, kicked off the line obviously won uh, Mendy got w- that one yeah why did a post like yeah so yeah that, that conversation continue to, will continue to go on I think there is a we're talking about like Liverpool Man City going forward how they can improve Haaland coming in Yeah. but there's another area of the pitch for me where maybe a bit like Liverpool I'm saying lo- loads of very good midfielders but could they sacrifice one of them and get a top quality central midfielder Liverpool I'd probably I'd probably say the same Manchester City at uh, centre-half for me. Laporte, for me, has been a disappointment now the last maybe 18 months. We're seeing the uh, the first Rodrigo goal here. That's like a hopeful cross into the box. Cancelo, is that Cancelo at right back? Yeah. Not doing enough. And he, So Cancelo, for me, yeah, brilliant in terms of attacking full-back. But when it comes to defending, have a look at him here, Joe, when the ball's clipped in, this is the second goal, but the first goal, when Camavinga clips that ball to the back post, he's the closest defender to Benzema, right back. Yeah. Now, he should be he should be driving towards Benzema there, trying to get a tackle, get as close to him, or block that uh, cushion cross back into the goal. Show a real desire to get there, you know, in, in terms of, this is potentially a dangerous situation, I'm going to do everything I can, block, put my body on the line, put him off, put my hand in his face, stick my fingers out, Anything I have to do to put this fella off, get in his peripheral vision. Have a look at him recover there. He's sauntering back. Yeah. Doesn't take that real pride in his defending as he does in his attacking. And that's a small thing. You wouldn't look at that goal and think it wasn't Cancelo's fault. But those things are like those things really matter. This but, level. But I'm saying centre-half uh, Laporte for me, last 18 months, not good enough okay. for me. Now, Stones, you could argue Stones coming in there. I think he is the better all-round player. But for me, if money's to be spent, if I'm looking at Manchester City team saying, where can you improve? For me, Laporte out and go and spend money again and get another top class centre-half in. They do that and Haaland coming in uh, next season, I still think they're in pretty good shape going forward. We have uh, weeks yet to preview a Champions League final, so we'll let you hold your powder dry on that one. As for what this means for the Premier League and for Man City and their ability now to 
regroup for things like Wolves Away when in some respects, especially Pep, yeah. will feel like the wind has gone out of their sails, the air has gone out of this tyre. This season is now like oh, another league, great, three in a row, great, but it won't be what it should be. This gives Liverpool a big advantage or a bigger advantage maybe is the better Yeah, I think this it. hurts. We spoke about this before, didn't yeah. we? Uh, pro, how would it affect the But they go off a cliff energy-wise kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think in terms of picking yourself, I wouldn't I haven't had experience of this, but you know, we've all been around the game long enough to get a sense of absolute devastation in that yeah. Manchester City dressing room. I'm sure the lads after the game, they were looking at them now on the side of the pitch, Johnny Lesko, I'll guard all the pickers players up now. The players will be determined to go and you know, that's the hope. But that's not a given. It's not that's not easy to pick yourself. Yeah, you'll pick yourself up to an extent. Mm. But to kind of park all that kind of d- disappointment to the side, refocus and get your level up where it needs to be for every game between now and the end of the season, that's not going to be easy. No. And I don't think I don't think they're going to be able to, uh, uh, to do it, Manchester City. Now where they're going to you know where they're going to drop points, we'll wait and see. But for me, this result hurts them in terms of their title. Uh, challenge and it actually buys Liverpool maybe to a, to a smaller extent as well. So that's that's the challenge facing this Manchester City team now with some with some difficult away fixtures uh, to come. That kind of bit of character and all the cliches and you know it's really going to have to come to the fore between now and the end of the season if they're going to hold off that Liverpool challenge. A lot of people need to go home. It's your fault we're still here after 11 o'clock. You're locked out. No way you're... Me. No way you're... I hope the suitcase isn't going to be on the pavement, is it? Surely half not. Ten. You said half ten. Uh, so, i got to go. Everyone's got to go. Our football show coverage is brought to you by Sky. You can watch big games from the Women's Super League live on Sky Sports. Uh, so, thank you to all the team for staying late. Thank you to me for staying late. Thank you to Kenny for making us stay late. Pleasure. We will see you again soon. Bye-bye.